I'm going to make a claim right now. And that claim is that I think you guys had the most viral moment <laughs> in the RV industry in 2023 thus far on April Fool's Day. Uh, it was really gross. Um, it was, you know, a, a little hard to watch, but I couldn't, I couldn't stop watching and I yeah. did watch it repeatedly. So what, what went down? What was this product that was debuted on April Fool's Day that like we are talking millions of views. Okay. Yeah. What, yeah, what we... was this product? Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jeremy. And we are the authors of Where Should We Camp Next? And Where Should We Camp Next? National Parks. This season, we are back with a brand new RV and brand new adventures. Join us now as we cover the best campgrounds, the best rigs, the best food, and the best gear to bring with you when you go. So pull up a chair and join us around the digital campfire. This is the RV Atlas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the RV Atlas. Now, today's episode is an important episode of the RV Atlas, though it's not something a lot of us like to talk about, and that is winterization and winter storage. And I know that some of you feel sad even hearing those words. I actually hope that all of you camp through the winter. You know, do you winterize your RV? It doesn't mean you can't camp in it, Okay. Um, or, you know, I, am always going to hear from the people in Florida and California who rub it in, who are, who are not winterizing the rigs, but many of us will be winterizing our rigs in the weeks ahead. And on this episode of the RV Atlas, we have Scott and Noah on from Camco, and we're going to do a winterization and winter storage gear guide. This is not a step-by-step walkthrough on how to winterize. I'm not a big believer in doing those because each RV is so, so different. And we're at a point now where for a lot of RVs, you can go on YouTube and and search for your model and there'll be a winterization video. I mean, there's actually a winterization video for my Grand Design Imagine 2800BH, and I will be watching it before I winterize this year. Um, now, when I started as an RVer 12 years ago, I did not winterize my own rig because I lacked confidence and I was nervous. So I had my dealer winterize it for the first maybe three years or so, but I quickly learned that being able to winterize your own RV is an incredibly important skill that everyone should have. And that's for one very, very particular reason, because the cold weather can sneak up on us. I could make an appointment right now to get my rig winterized at my dealer for November 15th. Well, we might have a cold snap before that. Um, it always tends to sneak up on me anyway here in New Jersey, and then I would, you know, not have the appointment set or I wouldn't be able to get a mobile tech. So I decided in like year four of RV ownership that I was going to learn how to winterize my own rig. And frankly, it is really simple. It's really simple, but of course, if you mess up, there are consequences. You can do a lot of damage, which is why a lot of people don't want to do it. So total respect for you if you want your dealer to do it. But my belief is that every RV owner should be able to do it. Now, Scott and Noah today are going to walk us through a variety of options for the products we need for winterization and winter storage. We're going to talk about bypass kits. We're going to talk about blowout plugs. We're going to talk about RV covers. We're going to talk about things to help with humidity and moisture, things that will protect against flying insects getting into your RV's appliances. Um, we're going to get you kind of covered here with all of the different products you might need. And I'm, I'm not suggesting you need every single one of these. Winterization is sort of a personalized process. We all have different things that we want to prioritize and make sure we do, partly depending on where we live and what the temperature is. Um, all of these products are going to be listed in the blog post on the rvatlas.com on the show notes. You can use code rvatlas10 at Campco Outdoors to get 10% off a lot of these products. Also, Camco products are available all over the place. Uh, really wide distribution. Could be your local big box store. Could be your local hardware store. Camco stuff is everywhere. And just to give them a real shout out, the products work really well. They're pretty simple and straightforward to use. They've got great supporting videos of their own, which we're going to talk about in this podcast. And their products are very affordable. Okay. I have had my winterization bypass kit from Camco 
for 10 years, okay? I've had it over the course of multiple RVs. These are great products. It's just about everything you're gonna need to get ready for winterization and winter storage with Scott and Noah from Camco. But before we dive into this great gear guide, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Rad Power Bikes. With over 630,000 riders, 15 years of innovation, and a full range of e-bikes and accessories for every style of rider, Rad Power Bikes is the e-bike industry's undisputed leader. Rad Power Bikes is changing the way the world thinks about transportation, one e-bike at a time. Rad Power Bikes has options for all-terrain use, city and commuter use, cargo and family use, and they also have an electric folding bike called the Rad Expand 5 that is perfect for RV life and for van life. This fat tire utility bike offers a powerful ride, but it's a real space saver and can be stored in your truck or SUV or right inside your RV. Leave your tow vehicle or motorhome at the campground and head out on your next great adventure on an e-bike from Rad Power Bikes. No matter which Rad Power Bikes model you choose, you will be riding with a rad grin and spending more time having fun and less time looking for parking than you ever have. Head on over to radpowerbikes.com to find the perfect e-bike for your ride style and join the rad revolution today. Hello, Scott and Noah from Campco, and welcome to the RV Atlas for the very, very first time. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. I'm doing great as well. Doing great. Now, we're talking winterization and winter storage today. I hope it's still kind of nice by you, though. You guys are in North Carolina, right? I'm, I'm hoping like people are not winterizing their, their rigs just yet. Not just yet, but it's, it's getting there. The leaves are changing, and it's starting to, uh, starting to think about that. As soon as you get back from Labor Day, you know, it could be on your mind depending on where you live. But no, it's still beautiful here, and hopefully we can get a couple more trips in before we have to winterize. I want to learn a little bit. I want our audience to learn a little bit about Campco, learn a little bit about you guys. As RV owners, we all own Campco products, but I don't know that we know too much about the company. So just give me a little bit of a, a background of Campco. Where, where are you guys located? What do you make? Or maybe a better question is, what do you not make? Yeah, what uh, do we not make? Give, Lots give of me, products. Yeah, give me a little history on the company. Yeah, so we were um, founded, it was started in 1966 with one product, and which was antifreeze. So freshwater antifreeze for RVs and for mobile home use. And started in a little trailer there, mixing up antifreeze by hand. And it just expanded from there through opportunity. Being in the RV industry, uh, just new products that were added there for not only mobile homes, but it transitioned to RVing. RVing became so popular during that time uh, that it just expanded and grew. Now we've grown into having over 3,000 RV products, but we also have residential hardware division as well, a marine division. Um, we have some ATV, UTV uh, cultivating products as well. So we've really expanded. We've thrived with adding new products on, and uh, we've just continued to, to grow throughout the years. And we are still located in Greensboro, North Carolina. So that's where it started. And uh, there's, we've moved a couple buildings and expanded. Um, our main headquarters is like a Frankenstein building where it's like you add on new manufacturing. It's just, it just builds, builds and grows and just depending on the needs of manufacturing certain goods and products. Over 3,000 products is kind of insane. And that would sort of intimidate me if I, if I worked at Camco, to be quite honest. But then also where my mind goes on that is like, oh my gosh, as RVers, we need so many products. And, and we really do need these products, right? I mean, if there wasn't an actual need, you wouldn't be able to keep selling them. I mean, you could develop any crazy product you want, but if people don't buy it because they don't need it. it. It won't exist for very long. Um, but as RV owners, we need a lot of stuff. And I'm, I'm very grateful that Camco makes stuff that's affordable. I've been buying Camco stuff for 12 years. And I'm glad that you make stuff that makes things a bit easier for RV owners. Because there's a learning curve for, for owning an RV. Um, and you, you guys help consumers a lot with that learning curve. So, so what do you both do at, at Camco? Go ahead, well, Scott. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> so everything from internal requests, we get questions on the internet, you know, people are like, well, how do I do this? Or asking about certain products. Hey, I can't, I'm having trouble installing my sewer hose, my, my sewer hose fitting onto my sewer hose. Can you guys do a video or can you do a video explaining the difference between 
LP tank regulators, things like that. So I manage the uh, the video department for Camco. I used to shoot, edit, write the videos and wasn't doing it very well <clears throat> or very, wasn't doing it quickly enough. And so, uh, so we had to hire somebody that actually knew what they were doing. So now you're just the talent. That's what you're trying to say. Now you're that, just the star. <laughs> I, 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 I mean this quite honestly. When I go to Camco's website and I see how many videos you have recorded about how many products, it's an impressive library. And what I want to say to our podcast listeners is if you go to Camco on YouTube or if you go to the Camco website, I mean, there are dozens, there are possibly hundreds of Scott videos. And by digging into those, it's almost like a Camping 101 class. So if you're a new RV owner out there, and maybe you're feeling like a little overwhelmed by all of this stuff, by winterization, by taking care of your rig. I mean, I was there myself 12 years ago. You guys have provided a lot of a lot of great resources, and I'm glad you're just the pretty face now, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the uh, the compliments. And and Noah, how about you? What are what are your what do you do at Camco? Well, I I try to keep up with Scott and and help manage all those videos that he's creating. But yeah, I mean thousands of videos out there, all organized on on YouTube. But you know, Scott, he started. Uh, how many years have you been here, Scott? Uh, How long 16 ago was it? Ish. 16. So, you know, we were package designers, but technology changes. And so we need to take on more and more, uh, you know, videos and, and podcasting, right? That's changed over the years. So just online marketing, in-store marketing, everything has changed. So we've, we have in-house uh, creative, in-house engineering. You were talking about the expanse of all the the products that we have. And so we can take ideas here for those problems that our viewers are having and come up with solutions and come up with good products and engineer them from, from a sketch to an actual physical product. And we're making a lot of those products here. So we're, you know, hands on building those things. And so my role in that is to anything on the creative side that we need to do, figure out how to get done. So whether it be, okay, let's figure out how to get videos up. You know, Scott started as a package designer and now he's, you know, that that wonderful face at Camco communicating all of our product highlights to uh, to the masses and hopefully in a um, concise, educational and fun way, right? We like to have a lot of fun. A lot of our products are for that, um, you know, recreation. We enjoy it. You guys have a sense of humor and RVers have a sense of humor. And, you know, talking winterization and, and winter storage is a little bit of a sad topic for a lot of us. It's, it's unavoidable. Um, and our goal today is to give you a gear guide for winterization and winter storage. I want our listeners to know, like, what are the available products? What do you need? Um, we're not going to go step by step on how to winterize a rig. Everybody's rigs are different. YouTube is terrific for that. RV Atlas has resources on that. But we want to give you uh, a, kind of a basic gear guide for winterization and winter storage. So can we try to make this, you know, a little bit fun and at least at the very least, like make this easy and non-intimidating for people? Are you, you guys ready to talk some winterization and winter storage gear? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. So. Let's start with bypass kits, right? So this is a foundational piece of equipment you need to winterize your own RV. And by the way, of course, you can get your RV winterized by your dealer. But at the RV Atlas, we've always said we believe that RV owners should know how to winterize their own RVs. So having a bypass kit is super, super important. So um, you, you don't waste six or 10 gallons of antifreeze. You guys have some good options, easy to use, easy uh, and, and affordable for bypass kits. So tell us what you've got. Yeah, so for bypass kits, primarily what, well, what we're doing is we're bypassing the water heater, right? So you're not filling up your water heater full of antifreeze when you're doing that process. And we have a good, better, best. So just to simplify it is that if you need to bypass uh, the water heater, you're pretty much just going, going from your cold directly to your hot line and no liquid is entering into the actual water heater. So you can take the hoses off and we have a bypass kit that connects the two hoses together. Or if you don't wanna go through that whole process of disconnecting hoses every single year, uh, we have two ver versions of a quick turn valve. One that has two, 
So you turn both valves to bypass, and the other one has one, so on one side it has a valve, and then that goes over to a um, one-directional um, connector, and that is our um, quick-turn permanent bypass kit. So that's the, the best version. So you've got hoses that you disconnect and connect, then you have ones that you turn two valves, and then the other one you turn one valve. Why that's important is because sometimes it's difficult to get to the backside of the, the water here where it's where the connections happen, where the water moves in and out. And so maybe you can't reach that backside or don't want to every single year. So just with a one quick turn, you can bypass your water heater and be done with it. I've had um, water heaters where I had to remo remove cabinetry to get to the water <laughs> heater. And so like, so the, here's the, the, the bit, a couple of big points here. These are easy to install if your water heater's not too hard to get to, right? The, the product itself is ridiculous, ridiculously easy to install. But sometimes, you know, if you're a veteran RV owner, you know that sometimes you can end up in some contorted spaces. So having one permanently installed um, where you're just kind of, you know, turning the handles every year to do the bypass is, is definitely a great way to go. Um, we're going to have all these products listed on the rvatlas.com in the show notes. Okay. And we'll have links there. We'll have pictures. Um, so go back to the rvatlas.com for, you know, for reference on these, um, anything else on bypass kits or do we want to move on to blowout plugs? Let's move on to blowout plugs. All right. So some RV owners just put antifreeze through their system. Uh, some additional, some blow out the lines before introducing antifreeze. Some RV owners just blow out their lines, okay? This is all very, like, personal. Like, like what sports team do you root for? What church do you go for? I'm not going to tell you exactly how to do it. Kind of maybe depends on the climate of, of where you're at. Um, but a lot of us want these blowout plugs. And again, you've got a bunch of different options, sort of that good, better, best, right? Yeah, absolutely. We've got, uh, we've got several options for the blowout plugs. Uh, we've got a plastic one. It's just got, it's got, like, four little holes in there. Um, we've also got a couple that have Schrader valves on them. Uh, one is plastic, one is brass. Uh, the Schrader valve is, uh, a lot of people are familiar with the Schrader valve because it's, if you've ever put air in your tires, you've used a uh, Schrader valve. So you can hook up a regular, um, uh, oil-less air compressor, uh, to, uh, to, uh, push air through your lines. Um, you got to make sure that it's oilless, not an oil lubricated uh, air compressor because you don't want oil in your water lines. Um, that being said, most most compressors that you're going to buy at, at, at a hardware store that you're going to have at home um, are oilless. Um, so we've got we've got several of the blowout plugs. We've got with the the plastic with the and we've got the kind with the Schrader valve. We've also got a, a quick release. Um, excuse me, a quick release blowout plug that, that hooks directly up to the quick release on your air compressor hose. So for the Schrader valve, is that is the benefit there just that it's it's flexible and a little easier to use and connect? Um yeah the I mean it's I think it's uh it it is it, it does have a little flexibility to uh to the uh end of it. Um but I think it's more of a, a familiarity. Uh, just because everyone's seen one, and so it's like, oh, okay, I can I can connect my air compressor to that pretty yeah. easily. Yeah, now, it also depends on um, what your what tool and equipment that you're using because you want to regulate that pressure the same way that you want to regulate water pressure going through. So we don't want high volume because uh, we don't want to we want to protect the PEX piping and the the fittings inside there. So if you have a regulator on one end. Um, Maybe that does have that Schrader connection, or if you're regulating it at the actual tank where maybe you have a quick connect. So, I mean, the variables depend on the equipment that you have. Yeah, like once you start winterizing your rig, you sort of kind of personalize how you want to do it and the gear that you want. So, you know, you don't need all of these. You're going to kind of pick the one that works best for you. And for our listeners who are maybe thinking about winterizing for the first time, you might be thinking, well, should I just do antifreeze? Should I blow out the lines and do antifreeze? I'm in New Jersey. It gets plenty cold. My perspective has always just been to do both and to kind of go all the way with that. So you guys have the products there for both. Um, so moving on, some other cool products that could really help here. You have an antifreeze hand pump and a pump converter. 
Uh, talk to me about the antifreeze hand pump and why this might be useful. Who might want this product? So the hand pump kit um, is for pumping the antifreeze into your RV if you don't have a pump converter uh, on your rig. Uh, some RVs like uh, pop-ups may not, may not have the, the uh, pump converter on there. So what you would do is you hook up one end of the hand pump kit to your city water inlet and you stick the uh, siphon hose into your bottle of antifreeze and turn on your valves and, uh, or excuse me, open your, your uh, water faucets and um, you pump away. <laughs> and and pr pretty simple and easy to use, right? Yes. Well, only if the person on the inside isn't opening and closing the valves. Uh, sorry about that, Scott, when I did that to you. <laughs> so he's outside with the hand pump kit, and I'm go ahead, give it, and he's just cranking on that thing, trying to pump the antifreeze through. And I'm, but so as long as you have a um, a, a loyal, trustworthy uh, partner on the inside helping you, a hand pump kit is an easy product to use. Scott, does Noah like play a lot of tricks on you? Does he, does he sort of really make like life difficult for you at at, at Camco, or or does, does he, it work both ways? Does he make like life difficult? Uh, no, no. But yeah, we uh, we like to we like to fool around <laughs> a lot. We don't like to take ourselves too seriously. I think if anyone makes another's uh, life hard, that would uh, be me making his life. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest i kind of want to work at camco some days because i feel like you guys have a lot of fun um how about the pump converter winterizing kit this is another product that falls into that category of something that could just kind of make your life easier as an rv owner a hundred percent so i mean if you're if you're doing this solo you're by yourself uh you want to use a pump winterizing kit so what this does is you could put the antifreeze and you pretty much bypass the pump the freshwater tank into a tube of antifreeze, turn the pump on, and then you just go around by yourself opening all the valves. So what you do have to do is you have to determine, do I have a pump winterization kit on there already? So some manufacturers do include that. You have to find your pump, uh, which sometimes is easy to do. Sometimes it's difficult. You might need to remove those panels to find uh, the pump, uh, but you're looking for a tube that comes off. So it's in between the pump and the fresh water tank that will pull in and so then you can pull antifreeze directly in. And I think, I mean, we can winterize our, um, our RV in like two minutes when you use that. Um, you just have somebody going through and maybe use like two to three gallons. And it's very efficient. So if you don't have a pump, it's a, a winterization kit. It's a, it's a game changer. I actually, I bought my Grand Design last spring. So I'm going to be winterizing it for the first time hiss at some point soon and i'm pretty darn sure that we we do ha i have this actually as as part of my grand design imagine so i'm kind of excited about that because it will make life easier all right so those are some of the basic kind of gear that you need to winterize the plumbing lines of the rv go to the rvatlas.com look in the show notes we're going to have pictures of these products um links to purchase these products um, but we also want to talk about winter storage because you're not done after you put antifreeze into the RV. There's more that you have to do to protect the investment. And Campco's got you covered with some great products there too. So we're going to come back in a second with more from Scott and Noah from Campco on winter storage. But before we do so, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Camp Resorts. Our family has been staying at Jellystone Park locations for 12 years. There are more than 75 Jellystone Park locations across the United States and Canada, and each one is unique, but our kids love them all because each Jellystone Park location has fun attractions like pools, water slides, splash grounds, mini golf, laser tag, and jumping pillows. Plus, there are tons of activities all day and all night long, such as foam parties, dance parties, wagon rides tie-dye, and movie nights. They even have themed weekends like Chocolate Lovers Weekend, Christmas in July, and Halloween weekends in the fall. Of course, we can't forget the fun of hanging out with Yogi Bear, Boo Boo, and Cindy Bear. And at Jellystone Park, you can stay in your RV 
or enjoy one of their awesome glamping accommodations as many of their locations offer luxury cabins, yurts, covered wagons, and more. Make Jellystone Park a part of your family's vacation in 2023 because it's not just a campground. It's a Jellystone Park. To learn more and to book your vacation today, visit JellystonePark.com. That's JellystonePark.com. And please, don't forget to tell Yogi Bear that Jeremy and Stephanie said hello. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are here with Scott and Noah from Camco in North Carolina. We just walked through some of the basic products that you need to winterize your rig in terms of, you know, introducing antifreeze into the system. Uh, these are affordable products. These are the products we've used for, for many, many years here at the RV Atlas. Go to the RVAtlas.com for links and pictures. Now we want to talk about winter storage because you're not you you don't just winterize the plumbing lines and call it a day if you really want to protect your RV. There are other products that you guys make that are really going to keep the RV safe, secure, protected through the winter. And a lot of these also can be used at other times of of year too, which we can dive into. Um so somebody new to RVing may think that getting flying insect and like bug screen protectors is ridiculous. Like it's like a problem, you know, in search of a solution or a solution in search of a problem. Uh, but this is a real problem. When insects get into RVs and build nests inside RVs, it can destroy things inside RVs. Um, so these are important products. Uh, t tell us what you got here to protect us from flying insects and bugs. Well, you're going to have to, excuse me, you're going to have to protect your, uh, your appliances. You know, you've got water heaters, you've got refrigerators, uh, you've got furnaces. Uh, insects like to, they like cold, you know, they like dark places to build their, build their nests. And uh, that can really mess up the efficiency of your appliances and, you know, perhaps ruin them. So what what you want to do is you want to cover up these openings. Now, the appliances have to get air, right? So you can't just like block them off. But you so you buy insect screens. We've got all kinds of insect screens for all of your appliances. Uh, there there are really uh, too many to list. Uh, they're specific to your your specific refrigerator vent, your furnace vent, your water heater vent. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna determine what what you have and then you're going to look for our insect screen and uh, they really they install really easily um, some of them have like little little springs that attach to the vents and <clears throat> it comes with a with a uh, little install tool super easy to install super easy to take off and clean out we've also got some that attach with zip ties so this, the consumer can install this this is not something that requires going uh, going to the dealer and a Ben Franklin quote comes to mind here, an ounce of prevention's worth a pound of cure. Uh, the price ranges on these are like 10 to 20 bucks. But if an insect gets in to like behind your refrigerator, behind your furnace, builds a nest, you could be looking at over $1,000 of damage quite easily. So this is a situation where like spend 10 or 20 bucks, buy a couple of these, maybe spend 50 bucks on getting a couple of them and you can save thousands of dollars of damage. And every single spring in the RV Atlas group on Facebook, every single spring for over a decade, we have people saying that their refrigerator's destroyed, their furnace got destroyed, there was a nest in there. This happens. It really, really, truly happens. And so you guys got us covered here. Um, anything else on the, these screens, or shall we talk about the dangers of moisture? Yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, you're closing you're closing off the box, right? Your your travel trailer, your RV, and whatever's inside, whether there was moisture in there, or depending on the environment that you live in, um, you know, airflow can help prevent moisture. But if you don't have that airflow, then you can use um, moisture absorber inside your RV. Uh, so we have different variables of 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 products that you can use that go inside, uh, depending on how large your space is, um, whether you need something that's a little bit scented or not. Um, and then some are reusable and refillable. So you're not just throwing everything out, you're just throwing away the actual moisture beads and then you can replenish those. Um, so we've got them different sizes for different size rooms, RVs, um, but that's really, really important. So uh, you're closing off that, that RV and you wanna, minimize the amount of moisture for any type of 
you know, musty smells or you know, damaging mold inside your RV. We live at the beach, uh, near the beach, and so we use products like this throughout the year even. It's not just for winter storage, but, but particularly for any time when the RV's not in use. Some people go a month in between trips, or for winter storage, it could be sitting there for three months, four months, five months. Great product, super affordable. Now, you also have products to combat bad odors. I have three sons, so I feel like I constantly live in a state of like combating bad odors. And like when you walk into an RV and you get a funky smell, it it, it always really concerns me. Uh, how can we stop that? Because it can be hard to get rid of, frankly. Like once something starts to smell, it can be hard to get rid of. So what do you guys got to combat the bad odors? Uh, well, charcoal. Moisture. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Scott. No, I was just going to say the moisture absorbing beads are great for not just absorbing the moisture but also for combating the odors as well. Yeah, and we have very, um, we have other products that are like a charcoal based um, that help with that um, odor absorption as well. Or yeah, odor removal, really. Uh, just being able to, uh, different sizes in cabinets and refrigerators, because it's also important to prop that refrigerator open because that's a closed environment that had a lot of moisture in it. Um, so the charcoal can help with the odor and then the moisture absorbers help with the, the that humidity removal. And you guys make a couple different products that will help you keep that refrigerator door prop to open, correct? Yeah, we've got the uh, the fridge door stay, uh, which it, it's basically it's it's a it's a stick with two uh, suction cups on either end, uh, suctions to the inside of the fridge and the fridge door, and it keeps it just just ajar enough to keep air flowing through there, keep. Uh, moisture from building up inside. Uh, we also sell a refrigerator uh, door prop, which which is like a it's got like a drawstring on there and a magnet, and it 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 essentially it does this it does the same thing. Uh, it's so much better than finding some random object to prop open your refrigerator door, which I'm guilty of having done when I bought my first travel trailer, and then it falls, and then the refrigerator door closes, and then you come back out three months later and open the refrigerator door and like monsters jump out. Basically my refrigerator got so disgusting. So love having a product like this to keep that door permanently propped. That's designed to do this. Um, we also probably want to think about cleaning our RV for winter storage. You know, I tend to really give things a nice clean job before uh, storing for the winter. And then when I open it back up in the spring, so some really awesome products here. I'm actually, these are some of my favorite products cause they're like so cheap and they last forever. Uh, so what do you got in terms of like cleaning the RV, getting rid of black streaks before we, we do winter storage? Yeah, so we have a black streak remover that removes black streaks. Uh, so the black streaks are the the around the window and all of the seals and that rubber will tend to, you know, when it gets wet and rains on, or um, it, it will drip down the sides of your RV. I think you're pretty familiar with that if you have a light colored RV, but even if it's a darker color, you still be able to see them. So a chemical that cleans those off, you're going to need that. I mean, it's recommended to do that so the black streaks don't sit there all winter long, but you'll also need that in the spring time as well when your RV has been sitting for uh, so long. I keep the 32 ounce in my RV and actually literally on my list this week for just some basic RV stuff to do is I, we've had a lot of rain. I have black streaks all over the grand design. I love this black streak remover. You guys sell it in a one gallon bottle. I always just buy the 32 ounce because that's what I, what I see on the shelf at the store. And I will say that that 32 ounce bottle will last me one to two years. And it's really, really affordable. So that's a great product. Let's talk about cleaning the awning. Again, this is something you can do after every camping trip, but a good idea to do it before winter storage. We've also obviously got something for cleaning the awning, right? Absolutely. We've got the uh, the RV awning cleaner. Um, if you've ever made the mistake of not, like you get the debris in your awning and you roll it up or it's raining and you roll it up and you get home or you get to your destination and you don't air out that awning, then it's going to be a mess, right? So we've got the RV awning cleaner and you just, you spray it on there. You let it sit for a minute and then you can wipe it off or brush it off or scrub it off uh, with, with a, with a wash brush or a rag, if you can reach it. And uh, then you hose it off. 
I like the one gallon here. I actually go through more awning cleaner than I go through black streak remover, believe it or not. And Scott, you said something important. If you roll up your awning at the campground and it's wet or there's leaves even, you're rolling, that is the worst, right? If you're rolling up wet leaves and you leave that there for a while, you're going to have some stains that are going to be close to impossible to remove. So if you go camping and it's wet or it's moist, come home, open up the awning, use this product, get the awning really nice and clean. Um, I make my sons wash and wax the <laughs> RV. I do pay them. Um, we've got products here too, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. We've, we've got the, the pro strength wash, wash and wax and yeah, you just, uh, wash your RV like you would wash any other vehicle. Um, it's, it's got some of that wax in there to help, uh, keep the water from, you know, it helps the water beat up and, and roll off. Uh, you just throw a couple ounces in a bucket, get yourself a, a wash brush and go to town. I only do this twice a year. I'm going to be very honest with everybody. And I do it when I close the RV up for the winter. I do it in the spring when I open things back up. That's about all the, the time that I have in my life. So it's a lot of work. It is, it a, lot is work. a lot of work. And that's why I've been paying my kids to do some of it. Uh, so love the fact that you guys have all of these products for us. Also, um, this is another big debate in the RV community, whether to cover your RV or not cover your RV. I don't want to make that decision for anybody. We, quite frankly, here at the RV Atlas, we do not cover RV, our RV because we camp in the winter and we use it as an office. Uh, but I do see that it does, we do pay a price for that over the course of time, that there is wear and tear on the RV that people that, that cover their RVs don't have. You guys have tons and tons of cover options as well. Can you give us a basic breakdown there of what products you offer? And again, everything's going to be on the RVAtlas.com in the show notes if you want to, you know, more specific, you want a picture, you want a link. Yeah, I mean, we have lots of covers, um, mostly for various sizes of RVs. So there's so many different variables there as well as uh, zipper locations. So do you need to, do you have a toy hauler? Do you need to have zippers in the back to be able to access um, different storage bays or be able to enter the RV um, while it's in storage? Um but essentially, I mean, you're protecting from UV damage, um, all of the caulking and the seals and the siding and all of that. Um, you want to be able to protect um, from that UV damage. Um, that includes your tires as well. So covering the tires is very important. We, we have um, different, different tire covers to, to put on the wheels. So, you know, if something is sitting there, you're going to get that direct sun. Um, you, need to, you need to protect that investment. So like you were saying with the insect screens, I mean, when you buy a cover, it's a minimal investment to protect for that long-term investment that you have in your travel trailer, your RV. Well, but for us too, on, you know, where, where do you, where do you live? You know, what location ge geographically are you, what are your environmental conditions? So th those are all important factors. And for us, our front cap has faded <laughs> in the, quite frankly in the past because we don't cover the rv it's just the price we pay because we we don't do that now in terms of covers you guys have sort of maybe a budget option a, a more premium option yeah oh it's a it's a good better best and there's different you know uh tyvek materials that um do different water shedding breathability um so it all depends on you know your certain circumstance but um there's plenty of um resources that we have available go watch a scott video on it and uh he'll walk you through all the different um characteristics of the different features that each brand has guys i, I i'm impressed by the range of products I, I think that you could almost like exclusively buy camco stuff for most of the things you need for your rv i mean i don't know if you guys would make that Hopefully. claim um, but a lot of Campco stuff in my garage, a lot of stuff we've used over the last 12 years. We're going to come back in a second to wrap up the show with Scott and Noah. I want to ask them about a little viral video that they made on April Fool's Day. <laughs> but before we do so, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Omnia Sweden. The Omnia is a portable stovetop oven that is lightweight, affordable, easy to use, and perfect for your next camping trip. Just pop it on your RV stove, your camp stove, or another heat source, and you will have an instant oven that can make all kinds of delicious food at the campground. If you can do it in a regular oven, heat, bake, or cook, you can do it in an Omnia. 
The Omnia requires no installation and works with a variety of heat sources to provide a convenient, versatile way to prepare your favorite foods like breads, pizzas, calzones, quiches, muffins, cinnamon rolls, brownies, cakes, and so much more. The Omnia stovetop oven is also the perfect gift for the campers on your list this holiday season. To learn more about the Omnia and to find great cooking tips and recipes, make sure you visit OmniaSweden.com. And to purchase your own Omnia stovetop oven and great accessories, head on over to BuyOmniaUS.com or Amazon.com. Give the gift of delicious food in the great outdoors this holiday season with Omnia. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are wrapping it up here with Scott and Noah from Camco. We just did a great winterization gear guide, talked about all the products that you need to winterize your RV yourself, put the RV into storage, and have that investment protected for the winter months. So just wrapping things up here, guys, what do you like the most about working at Camco? There's a lot of stuff. Um, I enjoy the newness, right? Um, providing the solutions and just the new products that we have. Um, I, I, I love the fact that we're making things right on the other side of the, of the wall. I mean, it, it's just really cool. It's like going to work at like how stuff is made like every day. Oh, I love and that. so yeah. it's, it's a hands-on it's, it's, it's being adaptable and seeing your creations, you know, come to life. Um, it's just been really, really fun and fascinating. And, um, we also, I mean, we, we enjoy, I enjoy working with Scott and, um, we have a lot of um, just fun together, I think. So it's, yeah. it's, it seems like it's like a Willy Wonka's chocolate factory for RV gadgets. And like I was thinking of Ben, you know, you gave that Ben Franklin quote before. I was thinking, you know, the inventor Ben Franklin would probably like love to work at Campco and could probably also help you out on the on the marketing front too. I, I I'm a gadget guy. I'm a gear guy. I love seeing when you guys come out with the new stuff. Uh, Scott, how about you? What do you What do you love about your job? Well, I was gonna say, you know, I I enjoy the people here. Um, I've worked here for like 15, like I said, 15, 16 years, and I'm friends with everyone. I love talking to people, and uh, I love joking. I love joking around with people and uh, making people feel awkward, um, <laughs> you know, so because we, we tend to have a little dry sense of humor around here. So uh, there's that, but there's also the, I get to, I get to play with RVs. I get to I get to play with my, you know with toys essentially. And, uh, whenever there's a, a problem that an RVer has, you know, we go out to the RV, we, we take a look at it and well, how can we, you know, how can we solve this? What, you know, there's a, there's a few guys that, uh, we, you know, we all bounce ideas off each other and, um, eventually come to a great solution. You guys really are going out to real RVs that you have access to and, and messing around with all this stuff more than a lot of other companies I've seen. Like, I, I, you know, after 12 years in the RV industry, I feel like a lot of companies make products and they're very like detached from, you know, how they're actually used. Um, but it's, I'm constantly just seeing in your content that, that you literally, you guys, you know, you guys are out there, uh, using this stuff at, at a campground. Yeah. hundred percent. That's so important too. I mean, there, I go camping with, um, uh, friends and, um, and family members too. We will rent out a whole, um, a block of, uh, you know, campground, um, it's so important to know and to have a, a first world experience with these products when you're communicating them. Um, so, you know, and that's how a lot of um, products will evolve and improve as well. Like Scott will be out there shooting a video of something and then he's like, oh, wait, we can do this, this, this and go back and our engineering department can make those changes to it. So and, you know, we love listening to um, consumers as well. It's so important. Yeah, and when you when you, work, when you you a lot of problems that you you have no idea exist until you go out there and do it yourself and you're like, "Oh man, I really should have done that." Or, "Hey, we're camping on the sand. You know, how do we stabilize an RV on the beach?" You know, st stuff like that, you know, you you go out there and you experience different different locations and and different terrain and you know, you come back and you're like, Guys, this was a real problem. So what what can we how, how do we get together? How can we how can we solve this? Because there's you know, there's campgrounds on the beach, there's campgrounds in the mountains. There's it's I mean it's everywhere. Yeah, that's been a story about like our, our towing hitches have been a perfect perfect example of that where you know we're actually using these products and, and towing with them. And then you'll see that the evolution of the the technology and it, it's like we just 
it just keeps evolving. And so we've got just um, our ease lift brands of hitches, weight distribution hitches, just keep getting better and better and better um, because we're using it. And then we're able to apply that knowledge directly into the product. It, it's just, it, I love it. That's another thing I love working. And I can't stress enough dipping for our podcast listeners to dip into the video library. YouTube is probably the best place to do that, right? And also, I know a lot of them are on the website because I I, I will always remember being a first-time RV owner and being intimidated by the learning curve. And, you know, after you learn it all, it's all easy, right? Because you're an expert once you've learned it. But I'll always remember being the guy that looked at a bypass kit and was like, well, what do I do with that? <laughs> like, it's just this like bizarre foreign looking object. And I love the fact that, you know, in the videos, you give just a quick breakdown on how these things are used. Um, and so I want everyone to go and look. So where, where can our listeners both follow you guys on social media? And if they want to buy these products, obviously they can go to the rvatlas.com and find links, but where, where should they look for your pro- for Camco products as well? Well, they can go uh, for Camco products. I mean, any of your favorite RV um, product retailers, either in store or online. Um, to get to our social sites, you can go to camcooutdoors.com uh, and we have a link tree there that you can get to our YouTube channel. Um, you can search for us there um, Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok. That's a, a way to sh- have a short little educational video, um, but um, wherever you um, consume, uh, social media. Uh, we're on a lot of those platforms. I love that my local hardware store has like an awesome Camco section, actually. Like I'm a total nerd, you know, that like I, I just like so proud of my hardware store. They have RV stuff. Um, I'm going to make a claim right now. And that claim is that I think you guys had the most viral moment <laughs> in the RV industry in 2023 thus far on April Fool's Day. Uh, It was really gross. Um, It was, you know, a a little hard to watch, but I couldn't, I couldn't stop watching and I did watch it repeatedly. So what, what went down? What was this product that was debuted on April Fool's Day? Like we are talking millions of views. Okay. What what was this product? So we um, took advantage of April Fool's as we like to do every year. Um, So, I mean, you know, the reality is that we're dealing with sewage products here, right? I mean, essentially a sewer hose, we're just transporting people's wastes short distances. That that's essentially what our sewer hoses do. And, you know, you're sitting in uh, a boardroom developing this stuff or marketing this stuff. You got to have a little bit of fun. Uh, with it. So we utilize April Fools for that. Um you know some people get a good kick out of it. Some people are upset. I don't know. It's it's we're, we're both at the same time. Both at the same time. I was shooting it and disgusted that um <laughs> we were doing it as well, but it was so much fun. Um so what we did was we created um between our Rhino brand of sewer hose and sanitation and our Taste Pure brand of water filtration. Well, we combined the two so into a closed loop system that took your uh sanitation waste and through three stages of filtration um went from your holding tanks back into your freshwater system. So you could go out camping and uh, boondocking forever uh, with the wastewater that you were producing would turn into drinking water. This is not recommended. Uh, so, and this is um, the fecal filter. Yeah, that's and what we ama- it. Amazing that it's uh, only three stages of filtration. It was amazing. And the, uh, we had... Uh, we had uh, for visual effects. We had YooHoo and canned corn and frozen <laughs> corn in there. It was YooHoo. I oh, was so that yeah. I threw up in my mouth a little bit oh. when you dumped that in the video. You can go back on uh, Camp Go Outdoors on their Instagram reels or on TikTok. Yeah, I'm still recovering from the moment with the canned corn, right? Yeah, so no, so some... no gloves, no, no sanit, no, no personal protective equipment. Just all in on on this and. Um, and we produced it like a real, I mean, it's April Fool's, so. Uh, no, it was very serious. It was very serious. And, and somebody had to go out and buy the canned corn, right? It's literally <laughs> like, this is a day. Oh, it was you. <laughs> I went and bought the corn on you. 
the corn, you didn't have those just packed in your lunch that day. You actually had to like run out and get them. And 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 I believe Noah was the star. Really, it was the the face of the fecal filter. Yeah, that's He's the face that's of the fecal it. <laughs> and at the Hershey RV show, people were um, asking for this product. Is this uh, is this true? <laughs> people wanted to actually purchase the fecal filter. Maybe. <laughs> It, it made an impression. It made an impression. So you've you've set the bar high for April Fool's Day content, my friends. So first thing I do on April one next year is I'm going to your Instagram and TikTok accounts to see what comes next. Well, hopefully you forget that it's April first and you see a brand new product from Camco, and um, we just blow your mind, and you want to go just open your wallet up and just go buy whatever we have to offer, and then you realize what day it is. And then you just enjoy it. Well, I'll, I'll admit that when I watched it, there was a solid five seconds of like, what? <laughs> of, of, of that, just like, I, I didn't know it was April 1. I'm like, what? And I really think it was the dumping the canister with the Yoohoo in the corn where it was like, oh, it's April Fool's Day here. So anyway, kudos to you guys oh, thank for, you. Thank uh, you. I, I truly think, the most viral marketing moment in the RV industry in 2023. Thank you so much for coming on the RV Atlas. Hope to have you guys back on again. Thank you for all the educational content. A lot of companies uh, sell products and don't teach people how to use them, quite frankly, uh, in the RV industry and other industries. Uh, I'm a former educator. I taught for 20 years. I really appreciate that you're making the products and teaching us how to use them in a very non-condescending, simple, straightforward way. So love the work you're doing. Keep it up and hope to have you both back on the RV Atlas. Wonderful. Yeah. It's great to talk to you. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank Thank you so much, Scott and Noah. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the RV Atlas. To find out more about the topics discussed on this show, head on over to the RVAtlas.com. And to join the friendliest group of RVers, head on over to the RV Atlas group on Facebook and make sure to join us on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram at the RV Atlas. If you enjoy our show, please consider leaving us a review over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And we will see you at the campground. See you at the campground.